Hi, I'm Katie Cullen. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Red vs. Blue After Show, special interview with Aaron Zach. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Red vs. Blue fans, and welcome to a very special episode of the Red vs. Blue After Show. That makes it sound like it's going to be some sort of PBS After School special, and I promise you it's not. It's very special because of our guest today. We have Aaron Zek joining us. How you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing all right. It's another 95-degree day in Los Angeles, yeah. and here we are. So thank you for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. So let's get right into it. This is the Red versus Blue After Show, and we've had some incredibly crazy episodes, including a fantastic gambit from your character, Dr. Emily Gray. Now, were you in on the planning for that particular plot point, or do you just read what they give you? I, I try not to read everything, because I, I like to keep the show like a surprise for myself as well, so a lot of it is just reading what I give. Okay. And uh, what was the audition process like for Emily? Um, there wasn't a huge audition process. Uh, they just I just kind of went in and, and made a voice, and it turned out that that was a character that they wanted to, to put in. They needed a crazy doctor, and I had a crazy doctor voice. And that is one hell of a crazy doctor right? voice. No, I love her, though. The opera singing. <laughs> whose, whose idea was that? That was Miles's, actually. He he knows that I've got a background in singing and that I used to um, not sing opera, but I, I did have training in it. Mm-hmm. And he thought that, that would be a great way to show how like extra crazy she was. Because going through and and just singing while you're slaughtering someone essentially is is a little nutty thing to do. I think it definitely got the effect. Yeah. Did you have to do that a couple times, or was that just here's the take? Let's sing something. That was just the take. Yeah, we went in. I I listened to something at the same time to make sure that I had timing and everything down. But it was one take. Boom. Done. And the piece, was that Carmen, or was that... Yeah, Habanera from Carmen. Nice. I I think that's the same song that plays during Five Nights at Freddy's, so very different. Does it? I, I think that's it. I think that's the Kill Screen song. <laughs> that's creepy. So, that's perfect, then. <laughs> that's even better implications, yeah. <laughs> Just like, it's me or the animatronic bear. Take what you will. So where did you uh, find the voice for Emily? What was your inspiration for her? Um... I kind of had to draw, I guess, from her past because she she is an incredibly intelligent person. I mean, she's not just crazy. She's she's crazy because she's been through so much stuff. And so the only way to move past that is to just be extra happy all the time. And happy people have high tuber voices and that's and that's her coping mechanism yeah, of sorts. Yeah, it's her her blocking everything that's ever happened to her. Do you ever expect to see that break, or is that a little too dark for everything? 
I'm not 100% sure, actually. I think it would be interesting to see that break, but I don't think... I'm not sure if it will happen. Okay. It'd be nice. I, as weird as that sounds, it'd be nice to see her just completely <laughs> break down, right? No, um, I feel like that might be a bit too dark, but it, it's definitely... Because the series, fun. it's gone some pretty yeah. dark places, but yeah. while she is plot-heavy, she's also kind of a comic relief character. She is. She just because some of the things out of her mouth are so outlandish. Yeah, I've really enjoyed, I guess, the progression of her. I remember, so, um, like, Caboose at the very beginning was not, like, stupid, but he's progressively gotten more and more stupid. I yeah. think that she started out in this one area, and she's slowly becoming funnier and funnier the more people interact with her. So... I'm I'm excited to see what she has for everybody. Did you have a hand in that development? Were you able to say, hey, I really like this, let's push it? Or was that mostly Miles and the writers? All Miles. Miles is the brains behind everything RVB right now. So, <laughs> And it's gotten wild. It has. I'm incredibly impressed. Like, I, it's crazy to think that this one person just, this is all in his head. And he's put it on the paper, and he's making people say all these things. And it's it's really impressive. It yeah. really is. <laughs> it's like, how do you take the helm of something and just... Yeah, I right. think we're all very impressed. And super impressed with your performance. Holy cow. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. She's so fun. <laughs> how do you get into character for Emily? I I take whatever line in... Um, the, the script that I've got at the time and I find the longest, most smart thing to say, I guess, and I just yell it out really loudly. Lots of yelling to get into character. <laughs> so do you lean on the doctor side and then just go yeah, crazy? Yeah, exactly. Because you know what she's going to say is going to be smart. So yeah. as long as you're just screaming it, you're crazy. Because <laughs> I can say something smart to you right now and just say it in a normal voice and it'd be fine. But if I yell it at you, then I'm weird. Can I put you on the spot for that? I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> smart. Reverse the polarity of the whatever, right? whatever. No, Miles kills me with those lines sometimes. She gives her, she gives, he gives her the most tongue-twisty lines I've ever had in my life. And I have to say them so quickly. There's one where she's speaking to Carolina about um, something that she heard over the radio and what she needs to do for Carolina. And she just spits it out at her real quickly. Like, it's no big deal. Just... She's a fast talker, and I don't understand how people can do that, but uh, there you go. So does she take you a billion takes to get through a line like that? Oh, my gosh. You don't even know. Um, right, I don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> That's perfectly fair. Um, sometimes we can do it all in one take. Sometimes we'll break it up to make it a little bit easier and put everything together in post-production so that it's not 100% on me. But it's it's definitely fun to do it all in one take. <laughs> Have you ever had had to? Have you ever been able to ad lib a line for her? For her, not so much. I feel like a lot of the ad lib stuff comes from the main cast, from like maybe Joel or Matt for Sarge and uh, Caboose. From the people who maybe aren't as smart, the characters that maybe aren't as smart. Let's, let's phrase that correctly, shall yeah. we? Oh yeah, no. I mean, have you met Joel? But um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean. I'm sure I have. I just can't think of anything right off the top of my head. This will be one of those things where the camera will go down and you'll be like, oh, wait, that was I remember. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, tomorrow I'll tweet you something. Yeah. Like, ah, got it. It was this one, and it yeah. was wonderful, and it's this two-word two, two word thing. 
It was my pride, my my pride and glory. I came up with this all by myself. <laughs> I could be a writer. <laughs> no, I shouldn't be a writer. <laughs> so, what has been one of your favorite lines or favorite scenes to voice? Oh goodness! I just keep putting you on the spot. I with know, all of right? These. I I feel like I should have watched the entire season before I got here. Um, How dare you not remember every single right? thing ever? <laughs> um, I think maybe. Oh gosh. Probably after the interrogation, whenever mm-hmm. she's done singing, she comes in just like, I've done this. This is everything that you wanted to know, and I did it. <laughs> just because it's so calm after the horror of the sawing yeah. sounds and the opera. And I get to just, like, slap Carolina in the face with my words. Yes. Not a lot of, not a lot of people get to do that. No, not really. Yeah. She's just not that kind of character. Place. I'm better than you. What? <laughs> so, if you could voice any other character in Red versus Blue, regardless of gender, who would it be? Mm, I really love Caboose. I've always loved Caboose. <laughs> I've always been a Caboose person. I feel like he'd be a lot of fun to to do because he's he is so relaxed and he is so silly, and you do get to ad lib a bunch of stuff. So, I feel like he'd be a lot of fun to do. Give us your best Caboose. Hello. <laughs> Caboose. <laughs> that would be like church. <laughs> this is why I'm not caboose. No, oh, but it's wonderful, and now I want to hear Emily in character imitating other characters. I've seen a lot of this is like not in that vein. I've seen a lot of people shipping Emily with Caboose, which is strange because they're both on the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. I think that might be why, but I think that would be really silly. I can kind of see that almost as him following her around like a big dumb puppy dog. Yeah. And her being like, oh, you're so sweet. Now go take care of this. Or yeah. Something like that. Be like the new church. <laughs> church. I'm going to take Nobody everybody's. Nobody wants to be the new church. Yeah. I'm just going to take everyone's roles. I'll be church and I'll be caboose in the next season. So um, prepare for that. It's going to be a one man show. Yeah. With a lot of creative editing. Yes. It'll be great. Now, do you plan on talking to yourself in the booth or will you record each part separately? I'll do it separately. So okay. it's not too weird. Just, just do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not too weird. <laughs> we haven't hit that threshold already. No, no, no. Of course not. So talking a little more about Emily's character, where, how would you like to see her develop? Where do you want her trajectory to go? I, I would genuinely love for her backstory to be pushed out more. And, I mean, I'd, I'd love for her to continue on with everybody because she seems, she, she seems to be... Um, integrating really well with with the uh, the old school uh, RVB. Um, she's got just enough crazy in her to yeah, go with that. Yeah, right? She's just enough of a character. Uh, I'd honestly just really enjoyed seeing her continue. I think that she's got a lot to put into to the story, a lot that you could find out from her, find out with her. Think- so, so we've only really touched on the surface. Yeah, because I mean... All you really know about her is that she's smart and she's crazy. She's a little psychotic, but that's that's what you've got right now. And I think it'd be nice to to dig just a little bit deeper. Oh, that's that's kind of an amazing top layer. Yeah, and you do it so well. Oh, thank you. Do you know her backstory? Have you been filled in on that? I do a bit. I've got a rough idea of it. Essentially, I mean, they've all been in this war for a very very long time, and she's been the doctor. She's seen. All of the the crazy. It's it's her, I guess, PTSD. It's her way of coping. So I think okay. it'd be interesting. Can Maybe. you 
Can you tell us anything about the future for Dr. Emily Gray? Do we know know what's coming down the line? We will know. I don't know. I actually don't know if I know. I don't think I know. (laughs) How's that? How's that for a brain? That's a very, very good (laughs) non-answer. I don't know. I don't even know if I know. Maybe I know. Maybe I don't. (laughs) You glad you have me? Yes. Very glad. I'm really supportive. Very well trained. Well done. So, we are taking your questions for those of you who are watching this live. Unfortunately, I can't follow the live chat because I don't have the equipment to do so. So, if you're in the live chat, we love you, but we can't see you. We are taking your questions via Twitter, via the ABTVRVB hashtag. And I have to remember not to quote the wrong one because I keep doing ABTVRID and that's robots in disguise. So, (laughs) what is that? Transformers. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, completely that. different after show. Very, very similar hashtags. So we have that. one from My Secret Account, which is a great name, by the way. Has working for Rooster Teeth changed your artistic style? For example, clothing. I mean, I own a lot of t-shirts now. <laughs> is that what you mean? I'm not sure if that's I don't, what Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means. I, I own a lot of t-shirts that I'll probably never wear, but they're really pretty. You know, there's a place you can get them made into a quilt. Can I? Yeah. I'll send you the site later. It's yeah. super cool. That'd be cool. I have a giant t-shirt quilt. So we have another one from Snazzy Cat, which is also a great... You guys just do great names. I'm clever. Is it going to be hard going from the crazy Dr. Gray to the calm and serious Blake? It's actually really not that difficult, but that's only because I don't record them at the same time. Like, it'll be... One month, I'll, I'll record something for Gray, and then maybe two months later, I'll, I'll go in for Blake. So there's there's no overlap at all. So you have plenty of time to switch headspace for that. Yeah, plenty of time. Okay. You want to talk about Ruby for a little bit? Because I know there are a lot of people who are really excited about Volume 3. I can talk about Ruby for a little bit. All right. First of all, this actually came from uh, another fan, Nereal. She asks, how excited are you for the Japanese dub of Ruby, and how do you feel hearing someone else play Blake? I am so excited. Like, super, super excited. It's going to be very strange hearing someone else in another language speak for my character, but I'm really pleased with the the voice actors and actresses that they got, and I'm excited to see it, because Miles and I watch anime all the time, and it'll be fun to see, like, our show in traditional, like, I guess this will be dubbed, but... Yeah. That's weird. That uh, is weird. We're dubbing in Japanese. That's so cool. You know, eventually there's going to be someone going, oh, it's just in the dub. Where are the subs? Right? Like, it started out in English, guys. Yeah. That's, that's how uh, you know you've made it. You have people complaining about where the subs are. <laughs> oh, that'll be, that's, that's good to know. Have you uh, been able to hear any of the Japanese dub? I have not. I don't know where they're at in that process. We, uh, I'm not really involved in the whole... Japanese side of things. Um, so, I got nothing. <laughs> so you're waiting like the rest of us. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And now I'm curious, what anime are you watching right now? I uh, just finished up The Devil's a Part-Timer, the first huh. season that's on Netflix right now. Um, that was an interesting one. Essentially, Devil is, uh, is a part-time worker at McDonald's. Um, Someone else's version of hell. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I mean, it was cute. We watched that, and we watched uh, Yamada's first time. Have you heard of that one? I've not. You're, I, I that was, like <laughs> Trigon and Attack on Titan, and that's kind of my yeah. speed. I mean, we just get recommendations, and we kind of get onto Netflix and go whatever whatever's there. 
Makes sense. Yeah. What about Hunter x Hunter? You know oh, Hunter Hunter, yes. Yeah? It's been, oh my god, it's been so long and they're redoing it now. Are they? I think they're doing another anime, kind of like oh they gosh. did Full Metal Alchemist and then With they did the, Brotherhood. Yeah. That's my understanding of it at least. I think the manga's still going on. Yeah. I'd watch it. I mean the first season was my favorite. And then it got really weird. So Well, yeah, yeah any long running shown in series will. This is true. This is true. So, can you give us any insight into uh, Blake's character in Volume 3? Um, Do you have any idea what's coming down the pipe, or are you waiting like the rest of us? I'm I'm waiting a bit. They, uh, they're they still writing a lot of it. I mean, I know big plot points, but I don't know the smaller things. I know that the uh, the tournament's coming up, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, everyone's fighting. I think they're going to be a little less Blake-heavy because Blake was, was very um, in at the very end of the last season. So it might try and focus more on other characters and their backstories instead of just mine. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not like Blake has this amazing backstory or anything. Right? Who cares? I mean, not interesting at all. It's only, <laughs> you know, politically relevant and social commentary. Who's there for that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need topical stuff. Nah. <laughs> and for Blake, where would you like her development to go? Um, I want her to be, I guess, more or feel more safe with everybody and just be more integrated in the way that I feel like she should. That's that's weirdly getting into the whole like social acceptance thing. No, that but, makes sense. Yeah. I, I think it'd be really nice to see how the whole faunus and human thing flushes out and if it progresses anywhere. With just her teammates or fellow students or the world at oh, large? Oh, with the world, yeah, with everybody. I mean, because she still hides herself. Only a few people know who she is and what she is, and that's that's not a fun thing to do. I can't so, imagine. Yeah, I think it'd be nice for, for her to, I guess, come out for everybody and that it'd be okay and that in, in the whole faunus race to to be able yes. to, to be right yeah to be integrated more seamlessly in society so you basically want everyone to get along Equality and for her to be a big part all. of it yeah <laughs> a little pie in the sky but yeah. it's fiction and we can do anything so for the tournament who would you like to see her face off against hmm yang actually i don't think really? that's allowed i don't think it's allowed the shippers will go wild right i i don't think that teammates can compete against each other i don't know the rules of the tournament but i think it'd be interesting to see just how they fight against each other because they know each other's little quirks ins and outs yeah that would be really that interesting be. could Miles get a put in a request for the series do it right <laughs> no i think it'd be good i guess get saucy but if it can't be Yang, if it has to okay, be someone okay. who's not a, within the rules, such as there yeah. may or may not be. Um, what about Velvet? Oh, that would be interesting. I'm a fawn is off. I well, don't know much about Velvet. I don't think any of us do. There's yeah. still the element of mystery as to what she keeps in that box. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I forgot about that with Coco and... Yeah. Oh. And the tease at the end of the season. You've been saving that for forever. Put it away. And the right? whole fandom goes... Please. Oh, I don't even, I don't, yeah, no, that would, I'd lose. I feel like I would lose preemptively. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to do that. She has a box, we're done. We're done, goodbye. See your box. <laughs> what? 
what's in the box? I've never seen that movie, but I do. Neither have I, but it's, I know it's, it's in a good the box. reference to pull yeah, out. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think at this point, it's it's like knowing Everyone. that Darth Vader is Luke's father. It's that pop what? culture. Yeah, don't even. Wait a minute. <laughs> How did you miss that? I've actually never seen Star Wars. <laughs> I know Oops. the whole story of Star okay. Wars. I know everything. <laughs> I've seen like bits and pieces of every single one, and I've unfortunately seen like the the pre with like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, Everyone files that under unfortunately. I yeah, think unfortunately, but I've never like seen all of the Star Wars is out. You had me so for a minute. There. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Okay. Don't like, tell anybody. <laughs> you've just told half the internet. Okay. Nah. This is our secret Twitter. Yes. Don't say anything. But speaking of the fans, kind of back on that, what are your thoughts on the fan community that has developed around Blake and around Blake and Yang? I think everyone knows how much I disgustingly ship Bumblebee. Like, this is my phone case. Nice. Yeah. For um, those of you who are listening on iTunes, it's black and has a golden bumblebee on it. And yeah. it is super cute. Yeah. No, I mean, I love it. I love the response from everybody about about Blake and how... Because I was genuinely, before season two, when Miles told me what was going to happen with Blake and the the whole story of it and how she was kind of going to be not nice person i was worried that people were going to dislike her and i'm glad that everyone still holds her deep in their hearts these are the same people who liked agent washington when he was be- pretending to be a villain these are the people who like felix and locust now they will that's only go for someone who's morally ambiguous that's true oh my gosh because i know i've watched a lot of um uh, re- reaction videos, reaction yes. videos to uh, TV episodes. Fun. Yeah, they are fun. They're super cute, um, and people love Felix. They're like they talk about how he's their baby, like my baby Felix. That's like that's a little odd. He's not a good person at all. I've seen a lot of <laughs> trash baby comments. Yeah. And it's it's that weird charismatic villain thing. Like so many people love Loki, and he's not a good people. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's done really well. Oh, yeah. Miles is a good dick. (laughs) I didn't want to... (laughs) He's a terrible person, and he's good at being a terrible person. That might be a better way to phrase it. Oh, goodness. I might need a minute after that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. No, that was wonderful. (laughs) This doesn't need to go anywhere. It's streaming live. The I'm sure that's been quoted on should Tumblr should, already at this point. We should point. do tape to live next time. <laughs> we can just cut that out for later. I love that there's going to be a next time. Yeah. Like, sure, I'll totally come back yeah, here. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I had another question, and I don't think... <laughs> I'm sorry. I would love to see a reaction video of you reacting to someone's reaction video. I'd totally do that. Totally. I'm, I'm going to put you yeah. up to that then. I'd have to find a good episode. Maybe probably finale? this next one because I've definitely had some people say, "Oh, I'm looking forward to what you have to say about episode 12 on the after show." And I'm like, "You haven't even aired episode 4 yet and you're telling me this?" Oh my god. Yeah. No. So, maybe this maybe next one. one. Yeah. And then you show. can come on the after show because you'll be joining us on Monday. Yeah. And 
talk about how funny it was that we all collectively lost our noise over whatever it is that's going to occur. Yeah, I'll do that. That'll be good. That would be amazing. I know. Awesome. Try and remember. <laughs> I am sure oh that gosh. half the internet will remind you. Oh my goodness. Have yeah. you watched the thing? Right? Here's my video. Please watch right? it. Right? Yeah, no. Submit to my Tumblr your links. I made a mistake just now. <laughs> You're going to have a... Do you, do you yeah. get email notifications when someone sends you an ask? I don't. Oh, good, no. because you'd never be able to get through uh, your inbox. I, I stopped. I unsubscribed to all of those now. That would be impossible. Yeah. Need a separate email for that. Yeah. The downsides of being popular. <laughs> so, um, back to Ruby. Yes. Keep bringing it back there because it's so much fun. How much do you know about Blake's backstory? Do you know stuff that the fans do not know yet? Is there more to it than we've seen in that adorable little flashback? Yeah, I know a bit more than that, but I don't know everything. Okay. Um, I probably should. I feel like that would be a good thing to know. I mean, in terms of, of people like Adam, I know a bit about Blake's story with Adam, but I don't know, I guess, more specifics on on her... Um, Life yeah. in the in the uh, the white fang more than just the cute little flashback. Yeah, yeah. that really was super cute. It was though. Wasn't Can it? you tell us anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. Um, yeah, Too no. big of an NDA for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what to expect in volume three? I mean, we talked about the tournament a little, but do you have? Do you know what we can expect otherwise? It's going to get heavy. It isn't already? Yeah. It's, you think it's heavy now. It's going to get heavy. Like, like we have no idea. You have no idea. I'm very, very, very excited. Hold on to your butts. I'm very excited. It's going to be good. Does that mean dinosaurs? Hold on to your that butts. That would be fun. <laughs> we could get the raptor back in here. Do you remember good. the raptor? I love the raptor. Oh, dinosaur us. Get... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? They're animals. <laughs> are they not? They are. We could get oh, we could get Chris Pratt to come in <laughs> and, do and the be whole. the raptor. I would I wouldn't pay for that, but I would come in for that. Yes. Yeah. We need have you seen the fan art or the zookeepers who are emulating the the Chris yeah. Pratt pro pose? I want that. I'd love to see some Ruby fan art of that of just someone with a faunus and the faunus going. Gosh. Seriously. This again. Right. Is that movie Rude. ever going to... Yeah. <laughs> Rude. I heard the the Smithsonian, I think, just posted something up, too, so everyone's just snatching onto that. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah the guy with the fossils. The, I've yeah, seen that. little bones. They're not little bones. They're massive They're bones. They're very big bones. Very That's, big bones. That is a wonderful <laughs> meme. I feel like at some point I should tweet out pictures of this. For those of you who haven't actually seen it, that would be... You guys need to Google this. It's going yeah. to be amazing. All right, I am... Um, I think I have run my way through most of my Ruby questions, so let's see if Twitter has anything to say about it. I'm sure Twitter has many, many things to say about it. If my Twitter feed... Oh, here we go. Snazzy Cat is... Miles is is a good dick. There's my quote of the day. (laughs) I'm just going to go home now, and I'm going to... I'm gonna take a shot of whiskey and go to bed. (laughs) Not not listening to him. It's not even four o'clock. It is LA. It is. So... It is. What time is it? It is 5.30 right now. That's true. So, it is 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I'm perfectly capable. We also have a request from Meow Films, 
Oh, wait, no, I misattributed that. We have a request from Rebecca K. Can we get Aaron Zek to live tweet watching Star Wars for the first time? Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. because you're not super busy or anything. No, I'll periscope it. Oh, my gosh. Periscope. Yes. This is me watching Star Wars. Your phone's going to run out of battery right? really quickly. <laughs> I okay, should watch this, Star Wars, This though. was the tweet from Yawanite Films. I mentioned you. I feel I should read your tweet. If Ruby had to cross with one show, what do you think it would be? Um, Kind of like when, when Xena and Hercules like cross kind of shows? Yeah. Like when they go, okay. Um, or like Kingdom Hearts where you just drop the characters into another into world a, and go for it. Yeah, like a big old vat. However you'd want. Hmm. Who would you like to see crossover? I don't know. I've never really thought about that. That is genuinely a question I've never had before. Because um, we've had a request for a Red versus Blue Ruby PSA. Yeah. People have put in that they'd like that. That that would be interesting. I'm not sure how well they would like work together, though. Maybe something like Hunter Hunter? Because I know like Gaunt and Ruby would be really, really cute oh my together. God, yes. And I feel like, um, oh gosh, what's his name? He's my favorite. The... The gray-haired... Kilua? Kilua, yeah. Kilua and uh, Blake would have just a jolly old time together. Being I, silent yeah. and stoic at each other. Exactly. Oh, I think that one. I'm going to do Hunter Hunter and, and Ruby. I'd like to see like fan art of Kilua and, and uh, Blake hanging out. That would be fantastic. Stares at the camera knowing <laughs> right? that you know what I'm looking <laughs> for, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In that same vein, same with Red versus Blue. What would you like to see crossover with that? And Halo's a gimme answer. No, I wouldn't say Halo. I wouldn't say Halo. Could it be like a live action? I feel yeah. like it'd be really yeah. great with maybe like Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> like I need this train of thought explained. I don't know. I feel like, because I don't know why, but immediately my head went to, they should hang out with uh, Will Ferrell. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> so the first Will Ferrell movie that I thought it was Anchorman. And yeah. No, I'm going to go with that one. Not the new Lifetime movie that's evidently oh, super terrible? I haven't seen it. It's supposed to be like a parody, but not a parody, and people just don't really know what to think about it. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. I've just heard it's not super great. Yeah. But Anchorman. Yeah, I'm going to go with Anchorman. The first one. in front of a camera. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think he'd know what to do. Well, they do do enough PSAs. They know what side of the fourth wall they're on. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. No, it'd be good. Well, Any what? Anything with comedians. Yeah. Maybe good. That well it fits in pretty yeah. easily with us. <laughs> I don't know why Anchorman cuz it genuinely doesn't really seem to go together very well, but I think that would make it funny. I don't see why not. Yeah, if you could see like Sarge hanging out with Oh no, Caboose hanging out with Steve Carell's character. <gasps> Boom, perfection. Yeah. That's why. That was my train of thought the whole time. Just keep the trident away from them. Yeah. That that's dangerous. Right, kill the guy. You should probably lay low for a while. Yeah, this man's like <laughs> wanted for murder. Yeah. That's such a quotable movie. It it really is. Yeah. It oh my god, glass case of emotion mm. is kind of my go-to. So we had another question from Nereal. She's super excited to ask questions. She's wonderful. How is Watson? Watson's really well. He's. I'm slowly realizing that he might just be. A not nice dog to strangers. Oh. He he gets really maybe skittish. I've noticed with with strangers that he doesn't know. But other than that, really great. He loves everyone at the office. He's at the office right now. I think he broke someone's phone. I'm really sorry. 
Yeah, I got a text saying that um, he ran into someone's phone charger cord and slapped the phone off off the desk and broke a phone, so that's not my fault. Watson's got to pay for that. He's got to wash dishes or something. But And we just got a Roomba, too. Oh, no. So that's been fun, watching Watson interact with the Roomba. We've named the Roomba Mori, short for Moriarty. Oh, no. Because we think that they will be mortal enemies. So, Moriarty and Watson. So, what's Sherlock going to be? The ornery cat? If I wasn't allergic to cats, I would be all about it. I've had two cats, and I've had to kind of send them away. Um, Maybe we'll get another Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a hamster. Take knives to the Roombas and have them fight and just lots of watching going. Go full Ramsey on it. (laughs) We're good. Or maybe a hairless cat. Oh, yeah, Sphinx. Yeah. They're really expensive, though. But Aren't I really, well, I mean, it's like a designer cat, is it not? I've never heard them called designers. Right? Cats How weird is that? My friend actually <laughs> said that to me the other day, and I just couldn't wrap my head around it. A designer cat? Really? Okay. I I've mean, heard I guess purebred, but designer. I like it. Target. <laughs> where I where I shop. Shark facet. What? Did oh. you watch the? Yeah. <laughs> is was his name Terrence? Terrence Ephemera Shark facet. So for those of you who were not able to watch yesterday's live stream, Sharkface has a name. Mm. It is Terrence Ephemera Sharkface. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on Terrence? He's a bad guy. Are we talking about the actual the, the, the name? Fisay. The name. The, the name. The, the name. Character, oh, no, the name's the... perfect. Spot on. <laughs> Fits his personality really well. Terrence. Terrence Ephemera. There's a reason he's so angry at life. That's that. It sounds like Inferno, which would make sense. It's evidently, it's just a collection of odds and ends. Okay. It was a word they used in the description of the Red vs. Blue book, which is evidently up for pre-sale, you guys. That sounds super interesting. But they just, evidently, they just adopted it. The the stream was well worth watching, partially for information and partially for Terrence Ephemera Shark Fassay. That's a mouthful. I don't know how you're managing to get it out. Terrence <laughs> Ephemera Shark Fassay. I'm an English major. I've done some oh, yes. really fun things with words. So. <laughs> I did today, too. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. And Twitter will never forget it. Oh, gosh. I'm going to see that on Tumblr later. Uh, yeah. I, so K Bits on Twitter asks Dr. Gray or Blake, which would you like to hang out with given the chance? And what would you do together? Um, I feel like if I hung out with Blake, it would just be one of those we're comfortable in silence things. So, although that would be fun, it wouldn't be as fun as hanging out with someone like Dr. Gray. I feel like I would learn more from her than if I hung out with, uh, with Blake, because if I did with Blake, we would just read books and drink tea all day and not really interact. Well, that's nice if it's like a rainy Saturday in yeah. pajamas. Exactly. No, it's you're it's two different people, two different kinds of entertainment. What do you think you would learn from Dr. Gray? Oh, anything. Just just everything. Just everything. I could ask a question and I'd probably get the answer. Like, yeah, I'd I'd we could we could psychoanalyze each other. I'd almost be worried about the kind of things you'd learn from right. her. <laughs> no, and this is like, how the surgical implement works. And yeah, like anatomy. If I needed anatomy help, 
I don't think I need anatomy help, though. This the hands-on is, lesson? This is my elbow. It's my and nose. it's physically impossible to lick it. Is it? I'm not going to try. No, it, it actually, I almost tried, not, yeah. but I'm not. <laughs> no, that was not a setup. It's a lot of dumb, weird things. Um, yeah, no, it's supposedly not physically possible to lick your elbow. You've learned something today. I did. See, and I didn't even have to hang out with Emily Gray. <laughs> Thank hang you. Hang out with me, which yeah. may or may not be just as dangerous to your health. <laughs> That's not telling. So we have another one from Modern Grace by B-A-B-A squared. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that Twitter handle. Grace asking, if Emily took off her helmet, what would you expect her to look like? There is a lot of fan art of her, like headcanon mm-hmm. of her without her helmet. And she is just this cutest little Asian girl that I love. There's, um, she's got short hair, kind of like a um, an A-line Bob, I don't know. It like it goes down kinda, like this. Oh yeah, it's like longer long in, front. in front. Yeah, and... that one is really really cute. And there's another one where she she's got darker skin, but I'm not sure. She looks kind of Italian or something. But she's got her hair up in a bun, and she's holding like a bouquet of needles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I think those two. I've latched onto those two ideas. If anyone on Twitter uh, knows who does that art, please tweet it in the hashtag and uh, credit them. Yeah. Because we'd love to be able to give them that credit because the, the bouquet of needles sounds amazing. It's really good. I wish I had it on my phone, but I had, I've got a new phone and I had to delete everything, so I don't have any more. But it's one of my favorite pieces of, of headcanon art. Fantastic. You, you heard that, guys. Send it her way. Yeah. Let me see it. I forgot. <laughs> so just kind of in general, it, um, regarding your performances, is there anything that you wish you could go back and change? Do a line differently? Do a voice differently? Oh, yeah. I think that's that will always be the case with just about anybody. If I go back and watch season one, I, I can't. I have to stop. I just want to redo the whole entire season again. I feel like I could do better now, now that I have so much more information. Um, oh, Did yeah. you go in cold? No, I didn't go in cold. Definitely not. But I definitely feel like I could have done better. Because it was, it was a learning process. Because none of us had actually really been in a booth having to do all that before we'd all some of us had had acting training but none of us had actually voice acted so that was a cold in that sense so okay. I'd, I'd definitely like to go back and do everything but you knew a little bit about the character going oh yeah in, absolutely absolutely okay if you could do any voice any character any media what would you like to do oh goodness Big open-ended questions I probably should have sent to you beforehand so you could have an <laughs> right? answer, right? Um, I'll just say Ariel because really? I feel like a revamped Ariel would be fun. Like Little Mermaid? Yeah, like a princess voice because I've done the, the brooding dark person. I've done the crazy high-pitched, and I think it'd be fun to do just the dainty lady. Singing included? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Jody Benson. I love her. I love to meet her. She's a good human being. She is, though. So we'll just call up Disney and be like, so when you inevitably do the live-action reboot, you have your perfect mermaid. I'm done. I'd have to be Melody, or I'd dye my hair. I love the Little Mermaid a lot. (laughs) Wig. You could do wig. Yeah, Yeah, wigs are getting really good now. They really are. Like, Game of Thrones has been, like, wig central, (laughs) and it's awesome. You need, like, four pairs of hands to do that hair. I've tried. It doesn't work. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't even imagine... I'm just going to... This is my hair. This is all I got. You're stuck with it. 
Did you say I'm stuck with yeah, it? Yeah, you're stuck with it. This is it. I'm stuck with your hair. Yep. Okay. Done. Super cute. I am totally okay with that. Oh, well, thank you. So, would you like to continue on in voice acting? Do you want to go to a studio and continue to do it? Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, yeah. I'd love to go really anywhere. I think dream roles at this point are maybe, like, Disney's, Pixar. That'd be really great. Or actual... Um, dubbing of, of Japanese animes that I love. That would be really cool to do as well. Because Funimation's got a studio near you, don't they? They do. They're just up the street. Not really. But, I was um, going to say, wow. Yeah. No. Um, I think, oh gosh, I don't remember if they're Houston or Dallas, but they're they're fairly close. We went in for auditions once. But um, yeah, that would be great. You plan on auditioning again, seeing if you can oh, get your sure. door? I'm going to put my foot everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so narrowing it down a little, anime character that you'd like to dub? I don't know who hasn't been Even if they've been already. done already. Because, mm. you know, they're always doing new series and they're doing... Yeah. And redubbing things if you're a Sailor Moon fan and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. What about um, in uh, Soul Eater, mm-hmm. the weapon of Black Star? Why can I not remember her name? I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, help us, Twitter. We know you know the answer. I don't know why I want to say, like, Suzuki or something, but that's definitely a car. (laughs) Yes, but it's also (laughs) a pretty highly used anime name, so you're not. Yeah. All right, all right. But yeah, I'd like to do her. I think she She seems gentle. It's going to drive me crazy now. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember. Help us out, Twitter. Throw it in the hashtag. Yes, please. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Speaking of Twitter, we have one from Alex Tack. Tack? Is that P-Sila? I'm, I need to stop picking names that are so hard to read. I love you guys. Can you do an impression of your favorite red versus blue character, not including gray? Or does the caboose impression already count? I'm going to count that because if I try to do anything, I'm just going to embarrass myself. <laughs> oh, wait. I could do Genshin. Yes. My best friend used to talk about snow globes all the time. So I can just do that if I just say everything out here. Done. Snow globes? Snow globes. Yeah, she had a person that she would talk about snow globes. Like big snow globes, small snow globes, extra small snow globes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Matilda. (laughs) Matilda, if you're watching this, thank you. (laughs) We have a lot of requests for improvisation on here. They just really like to hear you talk. They like to put me on the spot. I always hate that. During a... In Australia for the convention, some people would come up to, to me and ask me to do a Blake impression. And the only things, only lines that I could remember off the top of my head since it's been a while, a while. since I'd, I'd recorded anything, all I could think of were like one-liners like, sure. So I would say, sure. And they would just wait for me to actually do it. I was like, no, that was it. That's all I got for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> just keep a copy of the script in your back yeah, pocket. I should now. I should. People know lines better than I do. I'm terrible at remembering things. Well, the fandom is dedicated. This is true. That's a super good yeah. word for it. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I appreciate the dedication. Uh, we have another one from Rebecca K. What questions are you hoping get answered during Ruby Volume 3? Is there anything that you don't know that you'd be... Subaki. That's Subaki. it. Subaki. See, it wasn't us. 
Thank you, Twitter. Bee. I was going to say seppuku. Seppuku. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yep. What's and our wonderful boot dude also has the answer. Starts with a T, but though. Rebecca and Snazzy Cat also yeah. sent in the answer. Thank you, they're Rebecca. paying attention. But, yes, what questions would you like answered in season three? Um, I want to know. Well, I, I know the answer to these. So, oh. if I know the answer to them, can I still? Yes. Put, okay. Because the audience is still yeah. going, please. Where is Adam, and who is the woman at uh, in the train? Those two are big questions, I think. Yeah, I feel like those are almost overarching series questions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here you give the big Kanye shrug. No. I mean, or how about what's in the box? <laughs> That'd be a good one, right? We already did that yeah. impression once. Yeah. Probably not a good idea to do it again. Yeah. Or do the girls graduate? I want Weiss to get an F in something. <laughs> I was going to say, having that being an open-ended question is kind of terrifying, not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. Do they graduate? Right. Do they survive? Do we know? Yeah. Tune in next year. Same bat time, same bat website. Yeah. It's kind of like Harry Potter. Do they actually graduate? Yes. Okay. You think it was like a ceremonial thing, and they were just like, nah, I mean, you've been here long enough. You get it. And just like slid over there. Uh, you know, when you're picking up after a war... I don't think anyone's going to stand on ceremony too yeah, much. Yeah, no, I think you're good. You're golden. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to ask, favorite Harry Potter character? Mm, Luna Lovegood? Yes. I love her. She is wonderful. And the the actress who plays her seems genuinely really yeah. sweet, too. Really kind. A little quirky. Yeah. I like yeah. her. She's she's an odd, an odd person. She's kind of an odd duck. Yeah. yeah. But she's great. But I mean, you play an odd duck, so. Yeah. See, I, I can level with her on a, on a different level. But would you wear the glasses is the question. Oh, yeah. Totally? Oh, yeah. You see you rocking those? Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> gotta see gotta see what you gotta see. All right. <laughs> um, back to Red versus Blue Ruby. You know the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that was cut that you wish the audience could have seen? Like, we talked about that Emily had a moment in the gateway, and we kind of got to see hers the way we did with Carolina and Tucker. Mm-hmm. No, Tucker didn't. Carolina and, and Locus. Yay. But that it was cut for time. Moments like that. Is there anything you wish the audience could have seen that just didn't make it? A lot of the times I don't know what gets cut and what stays. I know in in terms of of writing stuff, it's, it's difficult to... Uh, yeah, it's difficult because of animation reasons and production time reasons. So I don't get to see a lot of what doesn't make it. So I couldn't really tell you. I mean, if it if they tried to write it in and it didn't make it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm really informative. So you're waiting for the red versus blue book like yeah. the rest of yeah, us. Yeah. Like, this was supposed to be a, oh, I didn't even know. Oh, this changes everything. Exactly. I feel like, I. I mean, I have ample opportunity to ask the writer. That's true. <laughs> but he's very busy. Right after you explain the dick yeah. comment. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's very busy, and I've got a dog to take care of. So And a Roomba. Yeah, and a Roomba. It's very exciting <laughs> stuff in my life right now. Well, yeah, you're voicing two pretty well-known characters on two pretty well-known shows. I'd call that pretty exciting. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I love what I do, so it's well, a treat. Good. So, and this is always the picking children question. Who's your favorite to voice? 
I really like voicing Gray. <laughs> I love Blake. I love her a lot. But it's really fun to be spazzy. You don't even have to think about that one. I didn't. One. I, get asked, I do get asked that. So I've, I've got that one prepared. Okay. But I love Blake. Um, but it's it just sounds so much already like me when I talk normally. And I love just being crazy and intelligent for a second. Not that I'm not smart or anything. But uh, I was say, I'd, I'd say the intelligent thing is a continual, and yeah. it is not my place to make a judgment call on the crazy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I love I love voicing Gray the most. All right. Is there? You said you know a lot about the characters, but not absolutely anything. Is there anything that could come up that would change the way you think about the character or change your portrayal of them? That's a good question. I I don't think so. I feel like I know enough about them as it is. Maybe if we found out Gray had, like, a daughter or something that was killed, but I don't think that that ever happened. I don't think she's ever procreated, which is probably a good thing. Um, No, I mean... There were a few theories kicking around for a while that she was evil. Yeah, no one trusted her. And I, I loved that and also simultaneously hated that because I knew that she was such a gem and, and no one no one wanted her to hang out with anybody by themselves. They were too afraid. I promise I'm okay. <laughs> so that's probably not a plot twist that's coming down the line then. Nah, she's 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 a good guy. Awesome. Unless she breaks like O'Malley. Yeah, we have two not super here medics yeah. hanging out with each other now. Yeah, no, we're good. We are on top of everything. We're the best medics in the business. Everything's going to be fine. Did you get to do a little, um, play is not the word, interchange is also not, not the right word, but conversations with O'Malley. Did you get to play the characters off of each other for a bit? No. Really? Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, O'Malley just kind of came out. Huh. There he is. Okay. I mean, you're sure that he's okay? All right, I guess he's okay then. That's basically what it was. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Right? No, that (laughs) would be fun. Oh. Because someone who's, like, evil and crazy with someone who's not evil and crazy. And both with medical knowledge such as it is. How do you think a conversation between Emily and Doc would go? Oh, gosh. One person with actual medical knowledge and the other person with orange juice. Medical, yeah. Medical. It wouldn't go well. No? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like someone would, like, lose a leg. I don't know why. <laughs> On purpose? There's, there's no, well, who's to say? Robot who's legs? To say? Yeah. I mean, Sarge needs his, needs his, his robot limbs. And, I mean, she's always wanted to do that. So he would be a great candidate. <laughs> and I'm sure he'd want to know about it, too. Like, I'm sure... O'Malley and Doc would would love to be a test subject. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> love to see that come down the line. Yeah, right. This is a strange tangent that I've I've taken myself on. But it's wonderful. <laughs> All right, Twitter guys, we're going to take one or two more questions. So if you have them, send them in really super soon because we are close to wrapping up. Uh, we've got another one from Nereal, just in general. You've lived in France and you've traveled a bit. What other countries would you like to visit? Oh, I would love to go to Japan, and I'm hoping that the the whole sub-dub thing... Works out. Yeah, presents a, an opportunity to go and meet out people there. Um, and I'd love to go to... Oh, I'd love to really go anywhere. I'm going I'm to stick with Japan for simplicity's sake. But I think that would be a lot of fun. I know a lot of my friends have have gone there. The Game Grumps went there recently and just had a blast, and it'd just be a lot of fun. 
It's I was there a month ago. It's absolutely lovely. Really? I'm super jealous. Do you know any Japanese? No. No? I was shepherding 12 high school students, so... Oh, goodness. That's that, fun. That was my trip. Yeah. Was there anything in particular you'd want to do there? Any landmarks you'd want to see? Or do you just want to go take in the culture? I want to eat everything. That's a good goal. Yeah. I feel like to properly experience a place is to eat the local food and green tea. I love matcha a lot. But I, I also love the uh, the architecture that they have in their more mm-hmm. like traditional, traditional um, areas. So I'd like to go visit some places like that. Kyoto is a good place for that. Yeah? Yeah. And I'll meet a geisha. That'd be cool. Maybe not a traditional geisha, but like yeah. a modern one. Because they're still thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like an absolute blast. Yeah. You plan this out. Just ship me off now. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> Hop on a flight. You are near an international airport, so winner. Yeah. Okay. We've got one last question from Twitter, again from Meow Night Films. If you could be in a different profession category other than acting or voice acting, what would it be? When I was a kid, I wanted to be an obstetrician. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but I was obsessed with delivering babies and taking care of children so either in pediatrics or an obstetrician is there any reason that you moved away from that or was that just not in the cards i think i realized how long it would take (laughs) and how much science was involved with it and i just was never a huge fan of science i just loved children so (laughs) so keep the science to emily then yeah let's let's keep the anatomy to her (laughs) all right um do you have any projects coming up that you can tell us about think so i know that we're we're recording soon (laughs) once again i'm incredibly informative (laughs) aren't you glad you had me (laughs) i am super glad that you came in thank you so much thank you now where can the people go online if they want to find out more or talk with you about the show or with me or just like social media etc oh yeah um my twitter is um at aaron zek can find me on on Tumblr at Hazel Apricot, and the show is on RoosterTeeth.com. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am also on the Transformers Robots in Disguise after show and the Red vs. Blue after show, which will be this Monday, the 29th, and Aaron is going to be one of our lovely guests, along with Miles Luna, so be sure to tune in for that. Aaron, thank you so much for coming in today. Well, thank you for having me. This was fun. It was an absolute blast. Thanks for watching, you guys. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.